Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Rolls off our tongues. My name is Mike Spiegelman. I came up with every idea known to the universe, and I'm with Carl. Hi, Carl. 
Hey, and I'm glomming onto your coattails. Good <laughs> ideas you got. <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. We watch a full length movie on YouTube, and uh, you join us. Let us watch it. What's the movie today? Today we are watching the most deadliest game, 1932. That's Ooh. what you put in your search for. The most on dangerous game. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> the most dangerous game. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not uh, tiddlywinks. It is hunting. Oh, please. Let's get these jokes out of the way. It is not Naked Twister. <laughs> Hardly Othello. It's, it's, listen, it is not IRL Clue. You do not have to get a lead pipe in the and and uh, get a, a mansion. In the yeah, in the pantry. Oh, this is not With dual monopoly. Uh, all right. Well, I think we got those jokes out of the way. Okay. I, I can't believe I was playing Monopoly and the Senate came and and but broke the game up. Really? Yeah. That is dangerous. It's not the most dangerous game, but. We, you know, so we're not even going to play this hour-long movie. Let's just keep these the most dangerous game jokes going. <laughs> the publisher I like is film, movie, video. What oh. a generic. Hang on a second. got to go find that. So is this the colorized version we're watching? Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, we could, we could go. I got the black. No, let's do the colorized because we support colorization. Oh, yeah. Okay. We like Martin Alexander Bernard. Okay, I had that queued up, so it's part of my unprofessionalism as I hit pause, as you shall do as well. As you heard, I click pause, I, I click the link for Most Dangerous Game Colorize, Martin Alexander Bernard. We are going to probably post our own version on this shortly, so uh, as our feed is down. Uh, it's, it is currently sick. Uh, but mm -hmm. we do have all our previous episodes have been posted and archived on mutinyradio.fm. Type in mutinyradio.fm. It'll take you to pcrcollective.org. Go ahead and click our podcast archives. Click L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Thought I could do that one. And then you'll see, like last last four or five episodes, has not been posting on the feed, but it is online. And Carl right. did a, a great number uh, putting together one of the films, uh, Coffee Tea or Me, on YouTube. So subscribe yep. and like. Hate to say that. Hate and everything. comment below. Oh, call to action. Ugh, my tongue feels nasty saying that. All right, well, I hope you guys click like and subscribe and comment below and click the link and have it on zero zero. We do not have our usual countdown king here today, but I do have, oh, courtesy of Carl, a proxy recording just in case of emergencies like this so paul brumba uh let's take it away all right so let's get this started i am i am ready it was a live show we're very excited to have paul here as our countdown gentlemen let's get ready to brumba ladies and gentlemen uh, let's get ready to rumba. Brum. brumba okay so let's get ready to brumba and now what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. Okay, here we go, RKO Radio. Uh, by the way, this is Morse code for hire me Warner Brothers. I'm available. That was a yellow uh, transmitting uh, station. Wow, look at that mansion, it's in full color. This is foreshadowing the door color, knocker. Yeah. 
Cooper and Schlotzschlack. The most dangerous Those are the King Kong producers. Well, didn't King Kong come out the same year, basically? Yes, the answer is yes, but it's weirder than that. This this movie we're about to see right now is shot on the King Kong jungle set. I knew it. I recognize that jungle set. (laughs) There's a lot of like overlap. We had a jungle set when I was a kid. It was a... In the backyard is the jungle. Oh, swings, well, yeah, that was nice. Five. Good jungle set. You shot King Kong and Moose Dangerous Game on the set. No As favorite. a matter of fact, they share actors. Faye Ray. I mean, Faye Ray is the yeah, most famous. player. You know Faye Ray from the Rocky Horror Picture Show lyric. Right, and she was the original Scream Queen. That's Well, she screams a fuckload, and a boatload in this movie, doesn't she? I mean, that's all she does. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She had to rest her voice between the... See, they would go film King Kong during the day and then come shoot this at night. Seriously. Insane. Well, I mean, one of the things that impresses me, besides this full colorization, is that uh, the boat scenes are pretty fucking awesome. I mean, it looks mm-hmm. like people drown. Well, it looks like uh, toy boats sinking, and then you cut to the open water and an actor jumping into the water. Right, exactly. <laughs> You'll see that very shortly, 10 minutes left. So right now, the captain is like, I don't like this. The charts say that the lights should be over here, but when we get here, the lights are over there. I don't trust this channel. There's dangerous rocks. The lights are off. Something's right. wrong. Well, the captain's been microdosing. That explains the lighting. <laughs> These are all King Kong people. That's so awesome. They're just like, fuck it. We must get to Skull, I mean, most dangerous game island. That's right. <laughs> so they're saying, what's what's up with the captain? Ever since you told him to go through the channel, you know, he didn't come down for lunch. He didn't come down for dinner. And Doc, who's the owner, he's like, my boy, you now have this, nerve. This is what like, you need is some alcohol. This is a proto-yacht, right? I mean, these guys are hunters, mm-hmm. and they, they talk a very racist game about the difference between them and the savages, but uh, because they hunt f- not for food, but for sport, and therefore they mm-hmm. are superior. And then, uh, I mean, this looks like a, a first-class train car. It's a yacht. Yeah. Look at that. They got like a big fish in the back. It's pretty sweet. Right. Fireplace? <laughs> Is that a fireplace on the boat? Mm-hmm. On a boat, yeah. All right. So can you explain how that works? You just warm up if you want to warm up. You, you just start a fire in your boat? Some, yeah, yeah, you go, you go outside. some ocean trees. <laughs> some ocean trees. <laughs> You bring some kelp and seaweed for kindling. The last shot after they sink is Task Rabbit showing up. I'm I'm here to clean your boat. DoorDash. Now here, this guy is um, a hunter, a famous hunter who's published books on hunting and he's been all around the world. Joe, Joe McAllen. He's the survivor, right? He is the sole survivor of a boat wreck, which we're going to uh, spoil right now. Oh, look, I can't believe that guy's playing solitaire. That's from 1932. Yeah, this he is, only... is Joel McRae. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I think he's one of the only people who's not in King Kong, and he's got a title role here. He was in The Virginian in 1946. Never saw it. <laughs> so one time they were talking about Alfred Hitchcock's foreign correspondent in 1940, like it was a great film. I, so I rented that. it, yeah. and it wasn't. No, no, but he was his, the star of that. It's not that it wasn't a good film. It's just it's a fucking slow ass film. 
It is. There's lots of talking. Lots. There's a shot of him fighting the tiger. I know. That like, was a close call. And they're like, why? you know, because he's saying we shouldn't go through. We should go around. There could be dangerous rocks. And he goes, look at this guy. The guy who laughs at danger. Here is me around. hunting a lion. Here is me playing Super Street Fighter 2 with the lion. Oh, that's the deadliest game. Oh, super goddamn <laughs> joke. <laughs> so let's clear up the title. They're hunters, and the hunted is referred to as game. Yeah. So the most. Well, that's what they're saying to him right now. They're saying, what if you were the tiger? That's what they're, you know. Hunt man? I'm getting ahead of myself. I have seen this movie a hundred million times. You have? Yeah. Now, we were watching a film called Drag Strip Riot. Which is available on YouTube and our podcast feed. Look, he's like, hmm, the bad luck dangerous queen of death came up three times today. Look, if you play a game of cards, the queen of spades is going to come up. Oh, yeah, at least four times. At the most, four times. Okay, so now it's going to happen. Well, my, my question is that, like, when he loses his solitaire, does he turn off the computer and reboot it? Uh, <laughs> whoa. Sense. Oh, no. Someone's turning whoa, the camera. Whoa. Uh-oh. The bath toy is going that way. <laughs> it it is looks pretty, pretty real. It's pretty impressive special effects, especially in colorized. Can you imagine, like, Ted Turner's like, I got this great idea. I bought this back catalog of classic films. We'll colorize them. We'll start a network called Turner Colorized uh, Movies. Classic. And I'll make Woody millions. Allen. And then the backlash came. out front with a picket sign. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a disgrace to films. That's my Look how they do it in slow motion so it really looks... That's what you're talking about. Yeah, right here. Like, wee! <laughs> they had to jump very high for the way they splash into the water. Well, Joel McCrave uh, kept saying cannonball and they had to reshoot it. Cannonball. Marco. No, Joel. Can't you get voiceover? And down it goes, right outside uh, Skull Island. Get off of me. Get off of me. What's the name of that chewing tobacco? Carl, do you remember the name of the chewing tobacco, the dipping tobacco? Kroll? Scroll? No. uh, Oh, yes. Uh, I see the S K O L like you're talking about. I don't know its name. How about like chewing tobacco island? Like Skull Island? (laughs) <laughs> King Kong is dabbing. Now there's our hero, and he's the captain's oh. still alive. Like a lot of people are alive, but look what's coming! Baby shark. Uh oh, Grandma Shark. Oh. He just got eaten. He was the most delicious game to that shark. <laughs> <laughs> now this guy's a lawyer, so out of professional courtesy, the shark won't eat him. See, I think he got fooled because he thought it was a dolphin. Oh yeah, adorable dolphin. <laughs> Oh, here. Okay, so now our hero is the only one smart enough. His name is Bob. He's the only one he was smart bobbing. enough to swim to the shore. Oh, he was bobbing. Yeah, the, the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Baby shark, shark. Now, this is the beginning of um, Castaway with Tom Hanks. That was probably uh, Wilson's best role. So he's like exhausted. Uh, but his clothes are like dry but and yellow. Still, it's it's the morning now. Listen, I like colorization just like you, Mike. We completely support that. Yeah, we support it. The thing it. is, <laughs> it, in 1933, 
if they had color, they would be shooting in color. Come on, right? Well, the great That's thing about the this movie of the audience. It shows like colorization is obsessed by the exact color of khakis. Like they nail it. <laughs> <laughs> I we were watching we were watching this film and there was that golden clock in the in the stateroom. It was perfectly I like colorization. Look how green that foliage is. Well, you know, the, the argument against colorization is always, it's a wonderful life, that the wife's name is Violet, and her clothes are Violet. It drives me apeshit. It's so obvious. Turn your colorized movies. So, basically, Bob is like, the fuck, man? What am I going to do? So, he starts walking around. Takes what his clothes off. What does he stumble upon? Oh, it's the set from King Kong. It, yes, it is. This is... But he sees a painting of the Scooby-Doo castle. <laughs> Gotta be, and there's a van parked outside, no less. You know, one of the actors Look from King Kong's in this movie, the dinosaur. Oh, really? <laughs> you remember there was a dinosaur in King Kong? I fucking love. Yeah, that because movie. it's Monster Island. Skull Island. Did you see the documentaries about it? I didn't. Skull Island, King Kongville, or whatever. I've, I heard it's really good, and I just can't sit through it. The, the documentary about making it? No, no. I'm, I'm saying that the movie Skull Island was actually a, a documentary. Oh. On oh, Skull oh, Island. Oh, oh. These guys who made um, King Kong, they were like real adventurers. Um, and I mean, they come. One of them was like a pilot in the war, World War One. The other one was a um, um, World War One. Yeah, that's how ancient this is here. Oh, right, because it's pre World War Two. Oh, I I know, and it comes with butler service. I the door <laughs> opens automatically, and he doesn't think once to look behind the door. Yeah, he just walks right in. <laughs> I'm sure it's safe. I locked you in. He <laughs> he. This is Ivan the Cossack. And right now we're looking at an African American person in white face. Oh my God! Really? He is a Caucasian. There he is. And Ivan. that's and that's the dinosaur dressed up in Joel McRae outfit. That's a that's an African American guy, in white face. Yeah. Weird. His name is Noble Johnson. His real name was Mark Johnson, but he changed it to Noble, and he had a production company which was trying to show black people in film. Uh, you know, like not as caricatures. But the big irony is every guy, every time this guy's in a movie, he's doing a caricature of like an uh, of a of an African American, or he plays the Native American, huh. or he does white face, etc. I mean, this is, this was a popular movie at the time, so I mean, he's in a big movie. But yeah, it's not the oh, he had a huge career. Lots of fame. He was in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Nice. He was in uh, Dante's Inferno. He was in a lot of things. He By the way, those are all real life, not the movies. He was literally 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. He was literally in Dante's Inferno. Look at his smile. He, says, he doesn't talk. Smile, Ivan. Why won't your servant talk? Oh, you see, he has not speak area. <laughs> not speak area. <laughs> Listen, we have one screenwriter, and we ran out of lines. <laughs> they do have one screenwriter. Okay, so this guy is a count. He's he's part of... Yeah. Uh, count me, kill you. Count, me, count the ways I'm going to kill you. <laughs> There's only one. Bam! Um, his name is Leslie Banks. This is his first movie ever. Oh, and he's so he's good at this. And he's this loony Russian count named Z. 
Zaroff. Oh, he's terrific in this movie, though. I mean, I love the fact that he just came back from the opera. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now, look how they're showing only one side of his face. And that is because... Because he has a paralyzed face on the other side. Oh, and it looks fuck? creepy. Right. So when he's like, hi, I'm a normal person, they show this side. Uh -huh. But when he's like the maniacal guy, they show you his face full on. I must piss Batman creepy. off. And, he, and then he goes off and terrorizes Batman and Gotham City. <laughs> he did to go on to do... He, he would spend his career halfway between America and halfway between England doing lots of stage work and lots of movies. This was the thing that launched him. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's an iconic role. He was in Laurence Olivier's Henry V. Whatever you do, do not play charades, for it is Look. the most boringest game. It's a creature from the Black Lagoon. Right, so he's looking at him like, you're a little creepy, Yeah. <laughs> Zaroff. <laughs> Hello, so my name see is... See the creepy face? Yeah. My name is Count. I'm going to kill you later. What? Uh, no. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so we're shipwrecked, and everything's cool. Just a shipwrecked person. Yeah. It's like, please enjoy my hospitality and come down and meet my other shipwrecked guest. Well, he walks into the... The door opens, he walks in, and then this creepy guy clocks the door. And then he yeah. just takes it from there. Yeah. I'm in a creepy castle and they locked me in. But it isn't like, where can I go to send a telegraph? Is there a boat that can take me back to civilization? Right. It's just like, yeah, I'd love some water and fresh clothes. Well, in 1932, you really want to tell X your, your loved ones. He realizes once he knows his name that he's the famous author of hunting books. Oh. And and Count Zaroff is a great hunter. And he's talking... Okay, oh, we're Faye. now meeting the lead in... This is the lead in King Kong, Faye Ray. And the other lead uh, in King Kong, which is... Um, King Kong. Robert Armstrong. Who the fuck is Robert? Is he like the reporter? Is he the cap sea captain? He must be the Robert sea captain. Robert Armstrong in the movie... Uh, King Kong was the one to utter the famous line at the end, like it wasn't the planes that killed the beast, was beauty. It was beauty who killed the beast. Which He's is the a... guy who's like, uh, yeah, the photographer guy who falls in love with the girl and saves her. And It's, by the way, what a spoiler to the movie Beauty and the Beast, that last line of King Kong. You're you're welcome. Uh, listen, Mike, this is a public domain film, 1960. Right. They let this thing lapse so we can hear them. The thing is, this Robert Armstrong is so drunk. Well, wait, so Robert Armstrong is the, 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 her drunk brother? Right, it's her drunk brother, it's and he's playing not a bit part, but Hell. but he will be gone very shortly. Oh, yeah. Well, he is probably the most drunk game. And he reminds me a lot of Eugene Levy from SCTV when he does like really? a, yeah, John Candy had a horror movie host and he had like a yeah. sidekick. And also it reminds me of him doing Floyd the Barber. All right, let's, let's listen to this drunk guy. Celebrity, Miss Wait a minute, wait a minute, don't tell me. Let me guess. I know. Flagpole sitter. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why is he famous? He's a uh, flagpole sitter. 
Which was popular at the time, that and moving pictures. Well, the thing is, when Sandy and I were first married, we would want to go to the movies and stuff, but you got to get a flagpole sitter. I mean, you just... Oh, it's you true. Can't and yeah. You have to can't add that to the, the budget. It's the reason why we don't go out that much. I mean, it all adds up. You get the movie Thank tickets, God for dinner, uh, flagpole sitter. Yeah. Well, that was a popular fad at the time. It was uh, a pre-World War II fad, they would call it. Right. Is it the you Great would War? Get in your mink coat. <laughs> you would, sit on the flagpole. You would hide in a dust buster, uh, dust cropper, and when the <laughs> plane goes up to dust crops, you get onto the wing and you start dancing. What? Get off my plane! I'm trying to dust crops, and I'm trying so to do the Lindy. Is, wait, there's crop dusting. Is that thing where you walk? By somebody and fart? No, no, I'm talking about the airplane. You're in an airplane oh. and you fart. <laughs> that would be, oh, you have a lot more coverage. It's, Talk about it's the same trails. premise. But, you. Yeah, thanks for dragging that down. <laughs> oh, I love how, have you ever met a drunk person who talks like uh, the brother? Um, In my life? Yeah. yeah. I guess so. I want to hear more of them. My father. He was great, really. It was my, so my, much fun. My late father was hard when he was drunk. I also met that. Your your late father was no drunk. No, he was no drunk. But when he, in which we would be at a party. Yeah. Yeah, you get a couple of them, and he would definitely be the life of the party. You want to go to Cuba? I can get you into Cuba. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great! She spilled the tea. The get out curse is gone. Oh, how shit. They're in a fucking deserted island. I also like how yeah. Count Me Off has like, oh, I have clothing <laughs> that fits you. And it's all like... That's shirted. right. Yeah, but it's turned and tie stuff and the Count wears tuxedos. Uh, no, I got to tell you, that's his original... I don't understand. That's his original outfit from the ship. So I don't get it. Some Gillian's Island shit going on. See the crazy face? That's the paralyzed side. Yeah, like his eyebrow didn't move up. That's right. His whole... So I, I have what it is uh, written down. Uh, it's not false palsy, but it's similar. Oh, here's the drunk guy. One night as I lay in my tent with this... this head of mine, a terrible thought crept like a snake into my brain. What if you <laughs> ate a Pop-Tart without toasting it? To bore me. Is that such He's saying now, count? hunting is it beginning is, to bore me. Well, then don't stop hunting. For all other passions. Think fucking when leopards lost, are like, did you hear the news? Me. Count thinks hunting I is boring. <laughs> We're going to have to step up our game. Growl! Step up our game? During World War One, Leslie Banks suffered a disfiguring injury that paralyzed the left side of his face. Never once letting this injury interrupt his career, he went back to the stage after his release from service in 1918. With six years as an international stage star, he's one of the most popular British actors on Broadway throughout the 20s, including his 24 appearance in Peter Pan as Captain Hook. Wow. So... This yeah. is his first film role. He has the most. He has the most lines in this movie too. I think. Uh, the picket fence out front of the castle has the most lines. <laughs> oh, has the most. Yeah, right. Vertical lines. The cr the credits of this movie in the beginning 
I like how the movie starts as a knock on the door. Doorbell repairman. The the brother being drunk is actually like tacked on. It's a loaded script element. He's just supposed to be annoying. See, this comes from a real book called the the it actually has two titles the most uh, dangerous game that was an extremely popular book because people loved to hunt back then right and the girl the king kong producers put a girl in everything they were not dummies so him being drunk is tacked on he was really just supposed to be annoying and the sister is totally written into the script just to have a a lady a beautiful girl yeah well, like, what do you think drinking was like in the 1930s? Like, do you think people, like, socialize like he does? Like, talking that effect? Well, prohibition was still in effect. Oh, in 32? Yep. Huh. You have to go to an island to drink? Now, I never saw um, Mighty Joe Young, but the people who made this also made Mighty Joe Young in 49. And they also did a drunk character. Um, the people, the, people who did King Kong also did Mighty Joe Young. Yes, and they did the Son of Kong in '33, which was basically let's glom off of what we already made. And they had drunkenness in that, which was disastrous for the heroine's father. It claims here. I never read it. Huh. I I never saw it. I think you know. I I've always seen like. King Kong versus Godzilla, which is such a fucking ripoff. I don't think it was authorized at all. <laughs> it's like um, Alien versus Predator. Yeah, but that's authorized. Oh, 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 oh. They had a, a comic book series and, uh, as a tie-in, and then they became two movies. It, okay, so that Godzilla, that was never authorized? I mean, you'd, no, it was you'd called, think they'd have an author. I don't know. Like, it, it was up. called Godzilla versus King Kong. And the Godzilla was there, and, the, and a guy in a monkey suit was in there. <laughs> Godzuki. Was there ever like a... I know there was a Godzilla cartoon show, but there wasn't like a King Kong Saturday morning cartoon show, right? It wasn't like The Adventures no, of King Kong. The Great Grape Ape was... Grape Ape? Yeah. <laughs> And he would he would use the, their van like a skateboard, and the oh, guy would be like, so "Hey, drunk. He is so drunk he can't even open that piano lid." Yeah. So the 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 sister is pretending to be concerned, and he's like, "You guys go to bed. I'm hanging out with Count Zoloff." And Count <laughs> Zoloff. Wait, Zoloff is the drug, right? It's Count. Count Zoloff is going to kill you. And he plays a piano player. He's a very culturized. He's a liter- Yeah, he literally is a piano player. He doesn't. There's no other. Ra- there's no radio stations. <laughs> I guess no. Do you guys have Netflix? So the girls like, hey, listen, we're supposed to be love interests. Sit here next. To- Those are great games. They sure are. Great games are not ferocious. So what? the director did is he continued to to shoot them at a, an above angle to make them look menacing. There's like six of them, right? Yeah. Are you saying the directors let the dog us out? Who let the dog? The director. Oh. Okay, so there's two directors. One is Ernest Shiodisak, who's the King Kong guy. But then there's another guy named Irving Pitchell who went on to do Destination Moon in 1950. That was his biggest thing. 
And the internet claims that Titchell was more of a dialogue director than a co-director. It, this was the King Kong film, the King Kong guys film. Wow, that's well. They did. This is a good movie. I mean, it does a good job. And I should mention this theme of like an island or a location where people have to kill each other. I don't yeah. know if you saw the Japanese movie Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a popular cartoon. Uh, excuse me, cartoon from Japan, and uh, and they made it into a live action film. It's basically all the troublemakers from school get sent to an island and they have to kill each other. And, really? Yeah. So the Hunger Games is also like that too, and uh, you see this plot pop up a million times. I had mentioned a Ice T movie where I remember they all have right. to kill each other, and the guy like throws a, b- a box full of guns down a staircase, and everyone scrambles to get it. Uh, he's like a homeless person in that, and he's the last one yeah. from the party left. Yeah, I saw it. And then there's a hard target with Van Damme, which turns into uh, the here island. Here I have. Okay, the story was, of course, it's this movie, but also Orson Welles did it on CBS Radio in thirty in forty three. <laughs> it's a lot uh, cheaper. Game of Death in forty six. Mm. Not Run to be confused. For the Sun in fifty six. Game of Death should not be confused with the Game of Life. Two different things. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Game of Death is when you don't go to college. In Game of Life, <laughs> you don't get a family. <laughs> you don't spin the wheel. Yeah, you're stuck at thirty two grand a year. <laughs> That's basically true, right? Uh, yeah, so what, what other movies kind of take this plot? Um, that is the list that I have. Well, I, I can directly name Directly connected to, yes, you can, because, I mean, the ones that stayed the danger, most dangerous. Look how creepy he is, man. Well, that's just uh, the camera on my right to He only What's looks that? creepy in color. He's a very charming guy in, black, <laughs> in the original black and white. Uh, John Lesmizano, excuse my pronunciation, he did a movie called The Pest, which is one of the mm-hmm. worst films, but he's he's an obnoxious guy, The Pest, believe it or not. And he meets a bunch of businessmen, including Jeffrey Jones, who uh, is a kind of a pest to begin with. And it ultimately, like the second half of the movie, they go to a rich man's island and they, they hunt him for the rest of the movie. Ah, uh, Okay. So it just changes, switches gears and becomes the most dangerous game. Oh, wait, here it is. The most dangerous game also published as The Hounds of Zaroff. Ooh, I like that title. A short story published by Richard Cornell, 1924, in a magazine called Colliers, I guess. Oh, yeah, Colliers. I get my uh, tomato salad (laughs) recipes. Uh Uh-huh. What not to wear in Labor Day. Thank you, Colliers. World War Two, fad or is lasting? <laughs> yeah, like there's some comedian here in Jersey who does this whole gag about like what they called World War One the Great War, but what if they had called it World War One? You'd be like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> you got a sequel planned? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was wasn't what was the war that ended all wars? Was that the Civil War? Yeah, that was that, that was the first World War. Yeah. Well, I think it looks okay, short-sighted. So now, he's, now he's like, listen, my drunk brother friend, come with me because we're going to fucking kill you. And he says, sounds great, pal. And they heads off with him. Yeah, but the Count does clarify later that he sobered up. The, the brother got sobered up, up before oh, really? they shot him. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you the shot Count my like, brother. He's like, I waited till he sobered up and I gave him a head start. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. 
That is fair when you have to get the most dangerous game. One drunk brother. <laughs> Two sober dumb. Okay. Hi, I don't even know you, but I want to be sexually charged, so I'm scared. Uh, now he's like, where's my brother? I can't find my brother. Oh, well, he's like, all right, fair enough. All right. They colorize that flame yellow. Oh, I know. It's so fucking distracting. You can see the zeros and ones as it moves. This uncanny, like, how does a candle of light work? Well, let's let's use computer animation to the colorization. <laughs> this was colorized twice, once in the 90s. Uh, but then the the technology super improved, and it's public domain. So they did it again in 2000. Public seven. domain. And once it's, it's public technology. domain, you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. You yeah, including us. Turn up the sound. Oh, right. Yeah, crank it up. <laughs> All we're hearing is my creaky chair throughout the broadcast. Isn't it amazing? We spend so much time and money to do our show, and all we hear is my fucking chair. So they darken... Oh, it's just a rat. No big deal. They darken <laughs> the Great Dane's um, coloring to make them look men- menacing. Right. Their coats. And they film them either at a low angle or a high angle to be menacing. Walking down. By the uh, way, this was filmed before the ratings board. Oh, yeah. I think, it, yeah, it was called the Haze Code. So they're wearing relatively little clothing. Yeah, he's not wearing pants. Films. They think this is, yeah, you see her cleavage? Yeah. You see he's not yeah. wearing pants? So this would not be reissued in the 40s when they planned to. They're like, nah, a little too much. Well, because of Fay Ray's cleavage? Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Do you know what this means? He loves paper mache. <laughs> so they found the dungeon, like where they let off the brother. The trophy room. That's correct, Mike. That's right. You saw this film. I've seen this film, yeah. I'm very familiar with this movie. I like this film. It's one hour long, and it just packs as much action as possible and talking bullshit. It really does move quick. As a matter of fact, so quick that, like, the ship's sinking, ah, that was ancient history. You know I know, I don't even remember it. brought up again. Well, the pacing is great because it's basically one long chase scene, but they have to have a talk about the philosophy, and they have to, like, uh, you know, there's a lot more set pieces. So surprise, oh, my God, hits his feet. Dead. Hey, do you ever, like, when you ever go and you have to, uh, and I, I, all due respect, they say, we're here for you to identify the body. Do you, like, lift up the uh, sheet and go, oh, those are feet. And like, yeah, right. <laughs> His head are feet. Uh, what, what did you guys do? His head My never head. looked this way. <laughs> uh, Mr. Help, that's, uh, uh, Mr. Carl. Excuse me, Carl. <laughs> that's okay. I can be. People um, are always like that. Like, you only go by one name. Like, it's no secret. Oh, it's yeah. I don't know. Mr. Help, that's his feet. Oh, yeah, look at the other end. <laughs> I was at this place called, um, it's on 14th Street in New York City. It was a Friday night. I got introduced as, um, gosh, well, I can't remember the place's name. Otto Shrunken Head is the club. And they introduced me. He goes by one name, like Cher, like Sting, whatever I got. And I was like, 
I don't go by one name like Cher. I go by one name like Ralph. Yeah, right. It's Carl. <laughs> My favorite would are comedians who put like a jokey Facebook name as their f- Facebook name, and then mm-hmm. for the rest of their uh, comedy career, as it were, they're always brought up by it. They're like, "Hey, we give yeah. it up to Carly." And you're like, yeah, yeah I was. I've been that too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you brought uh, up so as Carl E. Howe? Jokes to Carl, right? Uh-huh. At Gmail. Yeah. yeah. And so every time I play this uh, youth hostel in New York, uh, the guy always goes, Jokes by Carl. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jokes by Carl. And I keep telling him every show that you have no like jokes. Once every six months. Yeah, I just Carl, just Carl. Carl, I have no jokes. <laughs> Yeah, well, I can. Okay, right now, what the count is saying is you and me together. You're the greatest hunter ever. You write all your books and everything. You and me will hunt men together. And he's like, you're sick. I do have to admit, I like I like that the count doesn't immediately make him game. He's like, join me. That's right. Yeah. You and me, I, only you could appreciate this is the most deadliest game, man. Why do you keep saying deadliest? Uh, dangerous, excuse me. I mean... You know what? Yeah. I'm going to put it on a little... I'm writing it down. I'm just going to have it here. Here, I, I drew you a Venn diagram. Dangerous. dangerous games... Deadly games are dangerous, but dangerous a games are circle. not... Da- <laughs> so, a deadly game could be dangerous, but a dangerous game might not be deadly. No, I just wrote dangerous. I will never say deadly again. <laughs> oh, I just said it. Uh, Look, he's pretending to be freaked out. The most dangerous gamer girl. You know, when I play... Um, play... A... Oh, go ahead, please. Oh, well, I was going to move on. Finish your thought. Oh, when I play PlayStation, I use my wife's name. Uh-huh. Which is Spiegel yeah. Mama. And uh, <laughs> so, not mania, Spiegel Mama. Spiegel Mama. So it looks like there's a female gamer playing. Okay, go ahead. That's you all. Get all these likes. By the way, I was gonna say this film made money. It it uh, they spent like 200 grand on it, and it made 70 grand, which in today's money should be a million, a million dollars. Two. So, and the budget was uh, ammo. And a daytime admission into the uh, wildlife reserve. Mm-hmm. Did they pay for the animals they kill? Uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this. Annoyed, yes. I mean, they painted their coats and filmed them menacingly. Right. Only humans were shot in the making of this film. So now he's like, okay, if you won't join me, you can become my next game hunt. You know, and if I'm you, going to send you on the hunt. If you make it to on, the perimeter this. of my estate, can you bring in the Sunday paper? The, deli- the Here's paper a knife. Boy. Yeah. That's not a knife. <laughs> That's right. In case the paper boy has a bigger knife, here's a... Yeah. Make sure the color supplement is included. And make sure my neighbor doesn't take the paper again. So she runs out, and the Count's like, why didn't you shut the door? It's chilly. <laughs> what, are you bored of the bard, Feyre? He really looks like a Caucasian Ivan there. It's so unsettling. I mean... It's whiteface. He's in the movie, but it's just like, this is how the only way he could get in. 
Well, that's what I was trying to say before. It's so ironic that he made a black film company to have serious portrayals of black people because he was a part of, he wasn't the problem, but he was part of it. He would always do caricatures of like, in, in King Kong, he's like, I'm a native, you know, oh, the fake yeah, that native. Doesn't, that movie does not do. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's, I, so one of my favorite movies is It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. And if you listen yeah. to the commentary track, they have a historian. And there's a really fascinating story. At the end of the movie, uh, all the main characters fly off a, a, a ladder. And uh, they all land in various places in this town square. And the town square has a statue of Lincoln. And Eddie Rochester mm-hmm. from the Jack Benny show lands in Lincoln's hands. And the joke is the statue looks down at him. The historian uh-huh. says that that wasn't Eddie Rochester that flew, who did the stunt. It was a white uh, stuntman in blackface. And oh. There was an African American uh, stuntman there who said, Well, why can't I do it? Well, why aren't there's black stuntmen? And that guy went on to, because of that incident in some mad, 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 mad world, went on to start a uh, black uh, stuntman organization in Hollywood uh-huh. to actually have black actors do the stunts for black actors, black stuntmen. Gotcha. So, but yeah, because that scene always looked, I mean, it's a little off-putting to have like Rochester land in the arms of Lincoln and Lincoln looks at him. That, you know, that always kind of threw me off, but it threw me off enough that I didn't realize it wasn't even Rochester. All right, so here we are in a fully colored lush. Yeah, God bless so. colorization. So what he's doing is he's like, I'm the greatest hunter ever, don't worry. So I'm gonna make a trap. Just a little more of this. An easy down, yeah, go I love this trap. Don't be safe. Okay, I'm gonna place this Playboy right here next to this pack of cigarettes. Nearby, I will have a net. They're like, she, she is not safe, but the guy's like, we do not hunt the female gender. But why is she with them? But she's going to get shot, right? I mean, no aren't, so sure. aren't they going to shoot at her? This no bigger than a well, park. yeah, they're going to shoot at her, absolutely. So what he's saying right now is, no wonder he knew he could catch us. It's as small as a deer park, this place. But then there's a waterfall later, and the Internet says there's so much pressure on that waterfall, it couldn't be from a small place. Oh, is okay. that how waterfalls work? <laughs> Big deal. I got ripped off. My timeshare is a scam then, because they promised me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. They had, before they, the cat let him go, they had to listen to an hour-long uh, timeshare pitch. <laughs> yeah. They got, then, the most, then, then dinner came. The most dangerous pitch. <laughs> you make money. Let me show you how. Okay, so he says, you see how this tree is leaning against that thing? Uh-huh. I will make it a trap, and when the guy hits the release pin, it'll fall on him and crush him. And let's take the trap off before they shoot King Kong. We don't want the other actors to get hurt. Now, he only has until dawn. To prove his point? What, like, oh, right, so the count says, you know, if I shoot you, I win. And he's like, well, right. what if you don't shoot me? What do I win? He's like, I never had a... Uh, I never lost. I never lost. But you can have your freedom. Aw. See, these movies... Now he's... Yeah. 
he's, he's... he's placed the trap. She was about to walk into it, and he goes, oh, silly brained female, do not cross this. He says, wrong way, Fay Ray. Fay Ray, wrong way. Do you think that's her real name? Something's coming. I haven't screamed in minutes. Oh, my gosh. Does he scream? Like, I'm going to have the volume up on this one. There's the count. But the, she will scream now. They're supposed to be quiet. They're going to hide in a cave. She's gorgeous, Fay Ray. She? Yeah. Fay Ray? She is. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting story. As you know, King Kong was remade by uh, DeToro, was it? Like, no, no, it was Peter Jackson who remade it. And the original King Kong was about 85 minutes, and he made it into like a three-hour film. And he Do you won- mean the Jeff Bridges? No, that Jeff the- Bridges one was 76. I'm thinking more okay. of like 2000s or uh, early 2000s. Peter Jackson made a it has like Jack Black as a photographer as a cameraman oh right I saw that yeah it's like a weird rape scene I think in there it's been a while since I've seen it oh by the way I meant to bring that up because every movie you choose winds up having a rape scene he's no dummy oh I shoot your rope Uh Um, waste of an error what he says is only after the thrill of the hunt is the ecstasy of love fully realized implying that he is going to rape Fay Ray after he kills her. Oh. Uh. So that's your connection. Thank you, Mike. You've oh, done you, it you're again. welcome. I, I was looking for a 1930s film that encouraged uh, forced ne- uh, necrophilia. <laughs> there is no Star Trek connection. I didn't even look long oh, and hard. This is like I mean, every this- episode of Star Trek. They're stuck on an island and they have to escape. He fought the Zorn, which was like this. Yeah. Also, that arrow we saw that was shot right in front of them, that's that's not CGI. I mean, they shot a fucking arrow in front of the actors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not only like... did they shoot this film, they shot that arrow. Yeah. To my heart. <laughs> Mike, oh, you Shoot that poison arrow. When you used to sing, that was oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I was the we professional hand together. I, cl- I came up with that. <laughs> no, we sang. You sang Tainted Love. Oh, yes. Carl and I, uh, we have What a, was the name of that cafe? So, uh, well, uh, Carl and I had a public access television show in New Jersey in the early 90s, and we do have it on a YouTube channel. It's called Fish Burgers. And <laughs> one of our highlights was that we took a bunch of love songs, and every time they used the word love, we replaced it with drugs. Right. What I did, can't regret, for won't drugs. forget. <laughs> what I did for her drug, what I but, did. But Mike, you sang in. It was called something different. That cafe in Montclair. Yes, that's right. That's and right. And I played the guitar while you sang. So, tainted love. love. Right, but we did that straight. Okay. No, you changed it to drugs. I think. I think I just sang it like very angrily in a very young man's voice. <laughs> yeah, that was, right. was something good. different. Shithole different. <laughs> Well, for that town at that time in the 90s, that club was pretty hopping. It was the best thing. It lasted Montclair a long time. Yeah, Montclair, New Jersey. All right, so here they are. They're speaking of New Jersey. They're fleeing New Jersey. Let's get to Pennsylvania. <laughs> Just like you did. Yeah. You got on Route 80 and you never looked back. Damn it, it's a rear projection. Okay, so what happened is, of course, the trap didn't work. He thought they were in the 
um, cave. He figured they guess they weren't. So therefore, okay, so now he's going to do another trap. I think so. Whoa. Whoa. Now, people paid a lot of good money to see a cliffhanger that resolves itself within the film. <laughs> like um, that, um, what's his name who did Rocky? Uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone's movie? Yeah, he had a movie called Cliffhanger. Yeah, but it resolved itself. There was and no at sequel. at the end of the film, right, the guy was hanging on the cliff. Do you find it ironic that the only fucking film that Sylvester Sloan did that didn't have fucking 18 sequels to it was called Cliffhanger? <laughs> he actually did other ones that didn't have sequels. He did this arm wrestling movie. Over the Top. He did a lot of... Fist. I wouldn't call them flops, but... A fist, Over the Top. There was, I guess you're right, Nighthawks or Night Moves. Night the Hawks. one where he's a police officer from the past in the future. Oh, Sylvester Sloan? Yeah, and also uh, Wesley Snipes was in it. He did oh, lots yeah, of... Demolition Man, of course. He did lots of... one I mean, we know him for Rambo and Rocky, and that will and always the be the Creed's. Yeah. I have Creed, too. Yeah, I checked that out. they're still doing sequels of Rocky, right? No, it's such a ripoff. I do think Sylvester Stallone is like a big ripoff artist. Like, every time I go see one of his films, I literally feel ripped off, like... Why did I get suckered into seeing Rambo 5? <laughs> what what did I do? Lame. I remember watching like Rocky Balboa, Rocky 5. And yeah. halfway during it, I'm like, I got suckered in again. I just can't believe it. What's wrong <laughs> with me? And I really do love Creed and I love the director and the star. And I think they make great movies mm -hmm. together. But I just get fucking suckered into it. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to watch Creed 2. It's the same bullshit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I still haven't seen Creed 2 just for that reason. No, like I'm, I'm watching it because of that reason. I'm kind of giving in. <laughs> so he didn't fall for the second trap that he made, this great, great hunter. Uh, okay, what's now what's happening is they're heading into the swamp uh, because that will make it so that he can't rifle them. And they only have a few hours till, uh, uh, like half an hour till dawn or something. He's almost, they're going to make it. You're interesting. So he thinks, ha ha, you are, think you're outsmarting me, but I have great Danes who are really ferocious. Here he is. He calls out a... the dog. Dinner time. <laughs> Chuck wagon. By the way, that trumpet sound we heard in the beginning of the film, so that was a foreshadow to this moment. Yeah, by the way, happy Jewish New Year to fill up. <laughs> 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 it's a ram's horn. Shana Tova! Oh my god, it's already New Year's. A week and we have to fast. This movie's gone to the dogs. Right, literally. Okay, so now he's making a spear uh -huh. that I've... will, you know, somebody in the dark will not, in the, in the fog, won't see. Oh, they'll walk and right they'll into it. run up and get stabbed. The colorization yeah. guy is like, I'm going to add blood. Fuck you, I'm adding blood. He's going to squirt now, out red blood. Now, here comes our white-faced guy, and he's the one who will end up being stabbed by the Oh, bike. no. His dying words, I can always speak. <laughs> Remember that time Will Smith showed up at that dinner party in white face? Oh, my God! What, what movie are you talking about? 
no, he wasn't. No. Oh, I guess not. Right. It was, uh, what was it? Whoopi Goldberg and oh, the guy me. from Cheers yeah, was in blackface. He was in blackface. Come on, it was just a joke. There's a great documentary called Better Get, uh, Get Bruce. And it's about Bruce Valanche and how he... Uh, one of the things they show is how he writes jokes for the Academy Awards for the hosts. Mm-hmm. And one of the most fascinating things is Whoopi Goldberg took full uh, blame for the Ted Danzig blackface. And when uh-huh. she works with Bruce Valanche, anything like any joke that goes wrong or anything that that uh, backfires, she takes right. full credit for it. She uh-huh. won't like let her writer get the blame for it or any of that type of thing. So even her then boyfriend, she said it was my idea. Yeah, I told them to do it. Interesting. Okay, here comes the poor spike and stab. Oh, I should have never gotten on the hunt. I'm more. My job is to take care of the castle. Why did I go on the hunt? Wow, these are great. He's dogs. a Cossack, that Ivan. Um, so you're talking about other films that bit off of this concept, yeah. and I have. Okay, so. Gilligan's Island, Lost in Space, Death right. Smart, Fantasy Island, Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity, yes. Predator. Predator, that's a great one, right? They're, they they just spend their stuck in the forest fighting and getting hunted. Mm-hmm. Man. The most annoying game. So they would film King Kong during the day, and then they come here at night and film this film. On Skull Island. On, uh, yeah. Bark, bark, bark. One of the great things about King Kong is they wanted that ape because they were going to bring him on Broadway. <laughs> but they do in the movie, right? Yeah, no, they do, and it's a total disaster. He escapes. But, I mean, like, would you go see that in 1930? Like, hey, Carl, I got tickets to Broadway. They're going to have an but ape. Would, like a- I guess I would if it was a gigantic ape and I would get in my tuxedo and have a night out. <laughs> they all are in their tuxedo to see a giant ape on. <laughs> and for your amusement, a chain giant ape on stage for exactly four minutes. Oh, this is well worth it. Hey, now guys, show- pay attention. It took two weeks to get this ape across the sea. Yeah, for you to see four minutes of. <laughs> Maybe chain to a uh, stage so they're shooting these at, at, at dangerous angles to show that these dogs these lovely dogs are killers well yeah at low angles and high angles never straight on but I think we saw them run through the marsh kind of straight on but that's what the, they claim well, the dogs and are this guy Shoshak Shodisak he would Shack. use a stopwatch uh he would use a stopwatch when they were shooting each individual film so it would move along. And if it was like too long, like 38 seconds instead of 30, he'd say, no, 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 let's do it again. A huh. little quicker, please. Well, I mean, it's a super tight film. Yeah, the um, trophy room stuff, apparently there's a lot of footage of gross things that were just cut because it was too slow. Yeah. I think that's... Now, here's something creepy. You know the Zodiac Killer. Uh Uh-huh. Sure, I am the Zodiac Killer. I know him well. (laughs) Yeah. You you also know that... What was it? Uh, uh, You know the real name of the... You remember his dog would shut up? Son of Sam? Son of David Berkowitz. Yeah, you know him. Um, 
so on the letters that the Zodiac Killer wrote to uh, the newspaper, for, like brag and stuff, he would yeah. reference this movie. Oh, because he's hunting the most dangerous game. Yeah, Bay Area residents. BS, because he would go up to somebody with a gun and shoot them. It's not the same thing. You have to invite them to dinner in your castle first. Right. You have, you have to explain the premise. Now, the internet says there's no way that this sort of a raging waterfall and river could be on a teeny, teeny island. Now, that dog so do just care? got thrown into the water. He's okay? Uh, yes, he was annoyed and irritated, but not hurt. Huh. The most annoyed dog. <laughs> no animals were harmed. Just awfully pissed off. You know, nowadays, the most dangerous game would just probably be some awful TV show in Viceland. You know, yeah. like on Travel Network. Okay, so we're getting to the end now. Yay! And they're trapped at a cliff. And a dog, he's a Great Dane is attacking him. And you know Great Danes are nice, so really he's like, give me a hug. <laughs> Look at Faye Ray's all her uh, emoting. We, we haven't listened to her scream yet. Yeah, I know. Oh, he stabbed the yeah. dog. Dog stabber. Okay, you didn't want that dog. Next dog. Uh, is Another the... dog. Let's do the same thing all over again. That dog on dog shot. is mine. Oh, I'm running out of dogs. He's so happy. Get the worked. cats. Get the girl for my pleasure. Oh, so they just finally grab her. Oh. She's been emoting. Oh. oh. Non-silent picture, lady. He made it. That was one of the things he was saying when they went into the swamp. You'll see. I'll still make He did make it. Minutes before dawn, he wins in the most dangerous game. The most. Ah. It's real life Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> the next day, they went back to their painting of a castle. <laughs> I love those old matte paintings. Sing me this a song. This guy here is uh, got some noteworthy. Steve Clemente is he's playing Tartar. Uh -huh. He's Mexican. He was in The Secret Man. Yeah, we don't uh, talk about that movie. He came to Hollywood to put on a nice demonstration for a disbelieving director. He was trusted to throw knives in movies that had to end, land an inch or two away from celebrities. Right. He was always right on target. He had developed a good reputation for stunts. He was known as a, a scene stealer and was famous for his villainous snar. He does not steal um, any scenes in this movie. I barely remember him. He was in King Kong and uh -huh. the sequel, Son of Kong. Of course he was. Of course he was. Son of Kong. Now, look who should come through the door. What a surprise. Yeah, the fucking guy can't hear it. By the way, that he's not playing the piano. Some famous pianist at the recording... Huh. We should listen because he's like, I congratulate you. Yikes, this is awkward. My dear yeah. Rainsford, I congratulate you. <laughs> Look how his his mouth, you know, he's paralyzed one side of his mouth. Oh, he's, he's frowning more on one side. Not yet. Oh, but of course I insist. 
We, uh, no heart, no offense, right? Kiss and make up. I don't think he was using the guy who was using his stopwatch in this thing. You hit the dog, not me. I took a chance and went over with him. Then I got a haircut. A clever trick, Rainsford. I abandoned I the girl and went over with him. I saved the dog, though. Here's the key of the boathouse. Ah. The door is in the trophy room. You and Miss Trowbridge may leave at once. Uh. Oh, He's got a God. Luger, a German Luger. Uh-oh. Oh. The, most, the most dangerous gun. I think there was like a can opener back in the day. Like, oh, our master shot uh, us food. <laughs> oh, this fighting is awesome. Do they speed it up or what the fuck? Yes, they do. And also, when he was fighting the Great Dane at the waterfall, they were speeding it up, too. Yeah, so you can't see the stuffed animal dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to punch your kidneys until the one of them pops out. A rabbit punch. Is that what it's called when you punch someone's kidneys? Yeah, it's a rabbit punch. It's a boxing no-no. It is a no-no. It's, it's uncalled for. It's unsportsmanlike. Uh-oh, speaking of sport, she never shoot arrows. Arrow. Never shoot your bow and arrow indoors. It's so tacky. It's so loud, right? Foomp. <laughs> Foomp. Do you see how they pre pretend broke his spine? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's laying there like... I it's a classic wrestling move. Look how fast the camera's going. Do you think Hawkeye shoots uh, indoors, like when he's home? <laughs> Jeffrey no, like, Renier. Yeah, we right. Just, I just put up a school trip with uh, Max Headroom and uh, oh, yeah. Hawkeye. Oh, you mean National Lampoon Senior Trip? National yeah, Lampoon. that was good, man. And that's with the teenage Jeremy Remmer. I love that movie because Jeremy Remmer has such gravitas. Every time he's on the screen, <laughs> he's either like the most important person in the room or some type of yep. shit like that. And then his and first film. His first film, he's like a what? He's like Pauly Shore. He had, and what's funny is when he's in Avengers, he is not the most important person in the oh, room. Oh no! I mean, come on! Like the Avengers, he's he he shows up as like a brainwashed villain for like the first forty minutes or whatever. That's yep. how you, that's how you get introduced to him. I don't know who you were before you were hypnotized. So who gives a shit? Now they're getting away in their boat. Are they though? But yeah, but the count is going to have the last last laugh here. Here he goes, twunk. Look at that colorized. colorized. I know, it's so tacky. I love it. But I otherwise, I wouldn't want to sit through this movie if it wasn't colorized. Well, why why would he do he it? He was going to shoot the arrow, and he couldn't. Because? That's usually not the way it works in movies. Usually, he's going to shoot the arrow, and they do something. Or they miss, or it hits, but he happens to have a arrow bomb or some shit like that. Yep. Oh, no. Evil colorized Great Dane. What happened? He just gave up? The ghost ah. left him. He was going to kill him a second ago, and now he just drops out the window. He's too cut up. He's lost too much blood. Radio pictures. Which we don't is get ironic, it. right? Right, because it's a movie, radio, and the cast of no characters. No radio. So who? Noble Johnson, Ivan. Yep. Steve Clemente. Yeah. Wow. He well, was tartar. Very tartar. good. 
Well, that was the most dangerous game from 1932 or 33? Yeah. 32. I think it's... I think it's 32. I'm not sure, yeah, and but, I should be sure. Well, I'm no, we, it's early 30s. Uh, I love this sure movie. Is. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Terrific. Yeah. Sorry, no shitty movies, but... I get, we guarantee a shitty movie on our next episode. I'm not Absolutely. going to reveal the movie until the feed is fixed. What? Because I, I'm hoping I'll, I'll get your recording and you can post this on YouTube and people can will publicize it. But I, I, I'm not picking a movie until I know that the these episodes are, are being posted on our feed. Okay. Because it's a standalone episode until we get the feed fixed. But <laughs> Okay. We appreciate your patience, everybody, on this. And uh, I've I seen the numbers. We're doing fine. Uh, Great. Yeah. So. Hmm. Fine. Uh, that didn't sound glowing. We're we, doing fine. We have like 14,000 downloads a month uh, on our feed. And then directly from the station, it's like 11,000 for the month, which is pretty low. Okay, all right. It's fine. It's fine. It's still thousands, <laughs> ten thousands. That's not that low. Let's blame the feed. Let's blame the feed. I blame society and the feed. <laughs> society um, didn't do it. You're just a bored, rich, white suburban kid. Ah, this is a Repo Man reference. Yeah, yeah. I hope that's on YouTube. Let's get let's buy sushi and not pay. That's right. Let's do crime. What was the line where like Otto Otto gets the car and they're partying at the depot, and yeah. uh, they say, "Hey, uh, your wife's with Otto," and uh, the boss goes, "Yeah, like flies on shit." <laughs> John Wayne was a. This is that was a good film. Yeah, the hell you say. I that was one of the first movies where I just knew every single line. I just knew everything. Yeah. Here's your first paycheck. Uh, no way. Emilio Estevez. Yeah, Otto. Uh, Remember they, he went to get uh, some food, and there was that No Frills brand right, stand that said food. And he's eating it at the house. <laughs> my, my favorite is I watched the movie, and they, I watched the commentary. At the end, where they attack the guard, and they, they hit the spray that's on his belt. And yeah. it, like that wasn't intentional. The guy just did it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. so he actually did get uh, sprayed by those cans. So, well, Coffee break. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, most dangerous game, and we end the show with Repo Man Trivia. I uh, want to thank you guys. <laughs> Carl, we can be found by our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You can find us on iTunes still. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, which I do recommend subscribing and uh, Twitter with that number and we're on the Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube and we're on Blogspot with Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com Carl, where can people find you? People can find me on uh, Carl.Sucks or CarlSucks.com and then you'll see all my upcoming shows which is one. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Woohoo. Uh, and I, I would say you guys follow me on Twitter, SpiegelMania.com. And uh, I'm going to be in the new issue of Savage Henry Independent Times Humor Magazine ah. from Humboldt County. I've been a contributor for a few years. and uh, Very nice. The new issue is coming up. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you for watching and listening and, and viewing the movie with us, watching the film with us. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Carl, thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Please text me what's the next thing. I will. I will the next day. You'll get it by tomorrow for sure. Okay.
Okay. All right. Excellent. But not you, Thanks, audience. Guys. See you later. See you next time, audience. Bye. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. From 8 to 10, they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off. She came here once a long time ago. You know, that's how I have her CD is that she was here like years and years ago when we were a pirate cat. And Kope, the Japanese Bjork, she has like tons and tons and tons of albums. I just, we're just, we can, I should probably play other things. I just love this because she's, let's look her up. Uh, yeah, I, she's, our relationship with Japan. I have, a, I have a buddy I work with now and she's Japanese and she's a badass. Japanese people are awesome. I have no idea why we like, tried to destroy their culture 50 years ago with bombs and stuff. <laughs> They're so awesome. Why would we do that? Well, Not because of the Nazis, of course. Because we we hate other people because of other people. Yay. A lot of people don't like the, the Chinese, don't like the Japanese and the Koreans and so on. And so on and so on and so on. Well, see, that should be. People keep messing with the microphone, so I hope that's the right one that I have up. No, it's not. Try, try it again. None of those are working. Dang it. <sighs> See, 
Welcome to Mutiny Radio, where people change things and don't change them back. It could even be completely unplugged due to the thing I found here today. I'm like, oh, you needed the four microphones on stage weren't enough. You had to bring a fifth out from the there. That one's live. That one's live. That's there we go. There we go. Yay. Yay. Uh, I don't, I can't, I shouldn't be complaining. I, I realized that this week. I just feel so, I feel like such a negative person. I feel like all I do is complain and I just don't want to be like that. No, it, no one's feeling it right now. It's hard with the air and then like, I feel like, I feel like I'm giving myself herpes, but I'm not. It's just, no. So, so my <laughs> face was fire. starting to tingle a little bit and I was like, why is this all tingly and fucked up? And that I think is the smoke in the air. I I don't know what's going on. It's pretty awful. And I don't want to be like whiny, like, oh, it's like the Chinese people have been dealing with this for a long time. I hear our air quality is uh, equal to that in Beijing. So, uh, hey, global warming isn't real. (laughs) I'm kidding. Oh, we love technology. That was another one of my nervous breakdowns today was over technology because I just couldn't. I can't learn a new plat. I have to. I and here's the thing that sucks about Instagram is that it's it's on a different. It's an app. It's not an internet thing. And so, uh, Facebook for me is an internet thing. So I have to close one window to open this other window. And it's so dumb. And it makes like Arr! I gotta use completely different function <laughs> on my pad. And then and pad says well, I don't have any memory left. And I'm like that's because I, I hate technology. I hate it. Instagram's fun. You know what you would hate the most, though? Snapchat. That's I don't, fucking stupid. I don't understand it, but the kids are all doing it. I don't understand Snapchat. I don't get Free it's, phone it's, sex. It's, uh, <laughs> he does it. He Snapchats constantly. Like, to, And he makes me hold his camera, and I'm like, I don't want to fuck it up. Like, sometimes I press the button wrong. And yeah. uh, But there's a new show called Free Phone Sex on um, Mondays from 10 to midnight, and you can call in, 415-550-0511. And... Fred Scarf will give you free phone sex, and he is good. It is funny. It is so funny, and people are actually calling in, and I think it's brilliant. So, sexy. It is sexy. So call into that if you want to get. And now there's another new show that's free therapy, and this lady, I had no idea that she actually charges in real life. This is what she's doing to like help the community. Oh, that's sweet. Yes, you can call and get free therapy, and it, but you have to know that it's going to be on the radio. Lord, and you can be anonymous. Yeah, no, she just uses first names. Yeah. Or she can make it, but it's, they do some serious, like, work on their souls and shit. She's <laughs> making me think about things, too, and it's, we, it's hard. We all need therapy. I just, I don't know if I'm crying all the time because of the smoke or because I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> all of the above. Because I'm a basket case. Uh, all of the above. Everyone's getting <laughs> sick because the ash. I plan on, I, 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 I've been going running, but I've been wearing oh. a mask. And so, because I don't have a gym membership and a ship, <laughs> I gym membership and I'm vain and I feel Stay like. Stay inside and do yoga. Yeah, I do yogas on thir- yogas. God, what's wrong with me? Yo, I do yogas on Thursdays, which <laughs> I do because my instructor comes to the house. And so, but I, I, I'm just, I, I need to run, and I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I just. And then my boyfriend's like, "Why are you doing that? You, you know, the air quality is terrible." I'm air like, terrible. "But I make it. I make it a short run. I do 20 minutes. I don't go to the track and That's do a, a couple miles." It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Last week wasn't a bad idea. 
it, yeah, it just this it's just this week, and and they say that this is going to be like this until December. Yeah, I believe it because so, we're hitting it from north. I mean, north and, and south. south. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's sad and terrible. And too. I feel terrible for people that are visiting here from other places because they don't get this is like fucked up. And, yeah. and uh, it's hard to breathe and it's awful. And I, so we actually have a guest today. He's coming. Uh, he's from, he's from Britain or England. There's so many silly names, Scotland, Wales. I had no idea Wales was UK. its own country. But is Wales its own country? Wales is its own country. But they're all together. They're British. Um, no, it would be. There you are. What the fuck? Oh, um, no, it would be, it would be more like, um. It's 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 Scotland. Scotland's its own country. No, no, not anymore. No, no. Scotland and Ireland. It's no, it's Scotland, uh, England, and not Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland is its own because that's what happened in the 1970s and the 80s with the IRA bombings. I am so yeah. ignorant. Of no, I, 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 no, I am. I'm absolutely ignorant because I have no idea about. The United, it's the United Kingdom, but it's England is separate than, I mean, all that stuff. And I know that the, the Irish, they bombed it. I, because you too sing songs about it. And so I know what's happening. So we've got, <laughs> we've got a buddy coming from this. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, the UK US special relationship. Uh, woo, woo, woo. Uh, and then, and then also I typed into the thingy. Uh, Trump dumb shit this week and funny enough we gotta talk about the midterms it comes up oh god yeah has it only been a week it's been a week oh wait did we talk about about this kind of a little bit but but there's a this is I had no idea that this was a a website it's called what dumb shit did Trump do today (laughs) dot com it's actually a thing I mean I I just typed in the search bar Trump dumb shit this week but there's literally he is like showing his ass. He is scared. He's scared. It's called What Dump W H A T D U M B S H I T D I D T R U M P D O T O D A Y. What dump dot com. What dumb shit did Trump do today? Oh, it's old. Boo. This is it. The last one's from February 7th, 2017. Oh, Trump points terrible. his finger in case of a terrorist attack. In tweets, Trump personally attacked James L. Robar, a U.S. district judge in Washington state, calling him a so-called judge for putting, quote, our country in such peril with his ruling that temporarily blocked enforcement of the administration's ban on all refugees as well as citizens of seven majority Muslim countries from entering the United States. Trump also seemed to spread that blame to include news organizations. Because it's crazy. In his speech to U.S. Central Command, the president accused the media of failing to report on some terrorist attacks for what he implied were nefarious reasons. Read the article here. And this is from last year. This is from last year. Why it matters. Trump appears to be laying the groundwork to preemptively shift blame for any future terrorist attack on U.S. soil from his administration to the federal judiciary as well as to the media. Trump's terrorism blame game is in keeping with how he ran his campaign, looking for scapegoats at nearly every turn. He often blamed his own failings, a poor debate performance or a gaffe or primary loss on the media or other perceived enemies. And he fed his own conspiracies that his adversaries were out to undermine him. Huh. I can tell you what dumb shit he did this week. 
What? Yeah, tell me. Um, so it was a Veterans <clears throat> Veterans Day. Right. It was on Monday. And yet, so he was in a party, uh, party with Macron, and oh, um, they were supposed. It's they celebrated um, the 100th anniversary of World War One. Oh. And so there's the uh, the American Cemetery um, out in uh, I think it's like a suburb of Paris, and he was supposed to go. He didn't. He did not go to one of. He didn't go to a couple of things yeah. to basically um, celebrate that and uh, celebrate Veterans Day. On top of that, one of the um, uh, cel- uh, one of the um, ceremonies that he did attend, he basically. Complained because it was raining. He complained that it was raining, and there were some World War II veterans out. Um, they were sitting under a tarp, and he said something to like, "Oh, uh, you guys are very smart. Uh, you guys are being uh, covered over the rain, or something, some shit like that. Something so petty and so disrespectful." And this is celebrating Veterans Day, and he's saying these two World War II vets because there was only six of them. Wow, yeah. it's true they're getting old. Yeah, and then uh, Macron got after his ass. Um, talking about patriotism versus uh, um, nationalism oh. and how nationalism oh. is something that, um, you know... Hitler used. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yay. pretty much. France was like, we're socialists. And You're a fascist dictator. Yeah. Yay. And so he's been... So he's been being very petty like he didn't send out any you know he didn't go to Arlington Cemetery um, in Virginia on uh, Veterans Day on Monday he's been tweeting up about like Macron let's, let's and look at that I'm gonna look up something keep keep going. yeah and so he's all in his feelings and then on top of that what else is going on is finally Arizona uh, we got a, a the first female bisexual senator in Arizona finally won so that means the Democrats get another seat in the Senate so he's salty about that and then on top of that we have other elections that are very close here in California and then we still have the counts going on in um, no did I say here in Florida I mean California uh-huh. oh, I would never live in fucking Florida um, we they still have the counts and it's getting really close to both. Oh, they're counting. They're still counting. Um, and the deadline deadline is supposed to be um, uh, tomorrow. So they're still counting in Georgia and in Florida. And I believe they're still counting some, uh, there's some close races in Nevada. And they're saying that these seats are going to go to uh, the Dems. Thank God. Yeah. So he's, he's scared. 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 Uh, scared. Donald, scared. Donald Trump's curious relation, relationship with the U.S. military. I'm, see, I wanted to know a little bit about what does he, what does he do with the military? I mean, does he like Nothing. president who was exempted from serving in Vietnam is planning a military parade. Uh, oh, this is an old one. It, it is old, but I just, I wanted to, I wanted to know like, was, did he serve at all? No, no he, he didn't. He bone spur, spur, bone spurs, excuse me. Bone spurs. Yeah, he uh, got out three times. He used his daddy. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, people with money don't have to die or whatever. But the, some of the shit he said this week, ah. Uh, Trump says, I know this, the transgender thing is, uh, interesting you know and that makes it interesting too if a if a first if the Arizona lady with her choices on um, you know gender and sexuality or whatever which you know let let her be let them be gay um, <laughs> instead of let them be cake let them be gay but uh, 
If Trump doesn't like transgender people and we keep dealing with his bathroom issue and all that stuff, what happens? I mean, and I think uh, there's a pop, there's a population that exists and they should be represented equally. In if, but then it's like my people represent. I don't understand why we gotta. They're we, just people. Don't we say all all the time it's no one's fucking business? Right, exactly. It's like you're not going to be a part of it. So yeah. wh- who gives a fuck? Why so scared? And why this moralistic stance? This is the thing. I mean, I I get it. I did a little research, and I I understand. You, the people in Middle America don't like abortion. They think it's they think it's an abomination. They think it's bad. Be, they also think that gay people are bad and wrong because of their, you know. Z- xenophobic that's the wrong word uh homophobic homophobic and xenophobic <laughs> i mean it's, throw all the phobics put up all in the there. phobics up in there it's put just that like, in the blender yeah but i don't i but there's you know there's something about their need to be moral or something but here's here's you know i i'm not even gonna say it's mostly like all in the midwest because there is there's that crazy Republican. His name is Dana Robacher. He's been he's been in office here in California. He's a Republican. He's a heavy, crazy anti-gay LBGTQ. He, I think, so I think he's Santa Barbara. I could be wrong, but he has been in office. He was appointed. Uh, in office, I believe, in 1988 or 1990, something like that. He finally got beat out. Good. He finally got um, to a Democrat. So. And and again, I don't, I don't support Democrats either. Like I, the whole, I think the two-party system is ridiculous. I think we should have multiple parties. I think the Socialist Party should be a thing. I mean, I, I th- come on, have nots. Let's rise together. Uh, one of my buddies has a joke about. Um, hating baristas when he was um, well, he was serving something else but he was like those damn those baristas they make a dollar extra per tip and I'm like sweetheart you both suck <laughs> like we're both no I'm not that you suck in the service industry because that's not true at all but like if, if instead of being angry at the baristas why not the baristas and the whatever he was burger flippers or something get together and fight against the man <laughs> like, we're, why I just the, the hate we, there are so many of us and we just have to people no no I mean like poor people and we just need to like band together and you saw it happen last week with the 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 rent control thing the thing that you selfish homeowners you selfish selfish homeowners oh now she has stuff we have stuff here's the here's I used to be a homeowner and I and I get I have a job and I go to my shitty job every day and I work hard so I can have my house and I own it and that and then I get the money and I buy another I was walking down the street the other day and this lady goes oh yeah I own these three and I'm like you cunt you own three houses next to each other in San Francisco and and let's not spread the rent control all over California rent, renters there's a ton like we, we mm. I bet you she rents one of those or both of those out to Airbnb. Well, you're not allowed to anymore. People. There's a thing where you've got a you could only do Airbnb for a certain number of days or something. Yeah, they I switch. think that's I think that's they should do that. Yeah. Because that that's taking away, you know, I think we've discussed this before that's taking away people who can actually move in, pay rent yeah. and live there. But the rents are so exorbitant at this point that it's it's insane. I it'll be interesting when I go to Arkansas and I You'll say see how much rent is. And say like 
I, I mean, looking at what I pay, I, I you know, I, it's crazy. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't even want to say it on the air because mine is actually so low because I am in my control. So I just don't even want to, I mean, someone the other day, like, looked at me, he was angry. He was like, you mean that? He's like, I thought mine was low. His was 1800 for a studio in the TL. And he was like, I thought I was low, but... Um, I mean, oh, it's wow. crazy, 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 crazy stuff. Studio, 1800 Right? And they think they're getting a deal. Ugh, because man. now it's like 3000 and crazy, and, and, and it's like, will bubble over pop? Will, will the people that own the homes or own the buildings ever stop being greedy landlords? No, because... I own the land! Well, I mean, I don't think it's just that. It's just the cost of living. But here, the problem I really have, though, is like with a lot of the new buildings that are they're building and they're not affordable mm. like there's so many <coughs> new buildings that are up yeah and, and building more and they're building more more buildings i mean more buildings for rich people great you know great. it's just i don't know we talk about this all the time yeah. and it just it it but that's the thing too is i'm in the service industry and i guess entertainment is also a service industry and we need the rich people to be like, $10, that's nothing. I'll come to a show. Okay, so I figured this out. I was, I've been sitting here going like, and I had a nervous breakdown about it last night, and I kind of came up with a solution. Sometimes when I break down, a, a solution actually comes. <laughs> um, so here's my idea. The, the new flyers are going to be fire. Um, and they are so gorgeous. My buddy, Nicolas, who's going to be the next art thing in here from Greece, his buddy, they're working on a, they're working on a, um, what's it called? A graphic novel together. And I saw one of her pictures and I was like, oh my God, it's Alice. Well, I'll, I'll show it to you if we put on a song or something. And it's Alice falling down a rabbit hole. And I said, oh, can you do, put an old timey radio in there falling <laughs> with her? She's like, yeah. And so she did. And we PayPal'd her euros and it's awesome. Okay, so the idea is when the new flyers are made, I have to get a team of 20 people and they break into teams of two and I get them super high like I'm gonna give everybody edibles and we're gonna talk about what we're gonna talk about we're gonna sit in the room and I'll be like here's the line we're gonna so I'm gonna divide this neighborhood up in squares Mm -hmm. and each team is just gonna go knock on doors like we're canvassing the neighborhood have you ever hey what do you do on we're just want to let you know we're from Mutiny Radio we're down the street there's an upcoming very soon uh, March 1st through 5th there's a uh, a festival, a comedy festival. We do comedy there every Friday. You know, if you want to do something local, go to, you know, Asiento, get dinner, and then go, you know, be cool. We're right, we're right here. It's really fun. But it can't be just me. I can't go door to door, and I need to have someone with me. And I can't just do it with one person. When, it's too crazy. You, what days are you talking? I'm going to do it, like, on a Saturday or something, and just get everyone here, like, for flat black plastic, and be like, listen to this cool shit. And have teams of two get everybody super baked and then send them out and everyone has a quadrant and they walk around and the thing is like if the person's not home just stick the flyer stick the flyer on their door people still do that to my house yeah it's usually chinese restaurants we knock on the door the thing is that it's going to be embarrassing and weird and i know that we're not like a cult or anything but it's just (laughs) letting people know that because there's all these people that live here and i've seen them at benders they're like I've met people and they're like, yeah, I live right around the corner. I've always wondered what that place is. And I'm like, we have got, I put the sign out. Don't you see the sign? You know, that's perfect. I just, I don't know why I thought about, did not think about this before. So I take improv, like I said, now at end games. Yeah. So I need some of those new flyers 
so I can bust them out to Hell like yeah. Well, and the other thing is everyone wants a podcast now, but no one, you know, knows the technology and or has wants to do it themselves. Like they can come here. But and I love this board. I love the old school. I love that this place is funky. And people were saying, oh, well, your place is dirty and weird. And I'm like, that's it's charming. It's not dirty and weird. Well, the bathroom is dirty and weird. But it, it used to be worse. I think it's cleaner. Well, I cleaned it because that light, that dark light, that disco ball light, like. It, it, I, no one could see anything, so people were peeing all over the seat. It was bad news. It was almost as bad as the bathroom at Foreign Cinema. Check this shit out. I, my buddy, the good doctor, uh, and her husband took uh, Jonathan and I out to Foreign Cinema. I've always wanted to go. It's a very expensive restaurant. It's a very expensive restaurant. Uh, and I had foie gras for dinner, and it was delicious. Ooh, yeah. It was so good. It was so good, and the wine was great. It really was a lovely experience, and they had the, the movie playing was um, Edward Scissorhands. It oh, was great. Perfect. We had a great dinner, and it was super fun, and it was so great. It was so expensive. And that's why their bathroom, being a pile of dog shit, was so upsetting. A, I get in there first before we even go in, right, because I had to pee. Their toilet paper is cheap. Okay, when you're paying $34 for your entree and your toilet paper is, our toilet paper here is better. Go to motherfucking Costco. Seriously, you're using, what, are you trying to save the world? It's not like like handmade paper that is better for the septic tank. It's cheap. But it's cheap. It's $34 for a steak and it's, you, you, you cheap fucks. But aren't you, I, I could have swear you're sharing the same bathroom as the bar next door and Lolinda, correct? I don't know. I, I was in because, foreign cinema yeah, and I, the bathroom. I think you're sharing a bathroom between those three because I've I've been in well I haven't I've only been to foreign cinema once and I could have swore it was like the same bathroom that you share with Lolinda and I forgot the name of the bar right well, next to the, someone because they, they have to, free tampons in there well they need to pay someone to constantly be in there and clean because it costs it, it is so upsetting to be at a swanky meal I bought Jonathan an outfit Okay. Damn. Because I, I went to Costco and I bought him an outfit. <laughs> you went to Costco? Of course. I didn't know where else to go. No, I got him a cool, I got him a, they have dress shirts there for like $17. And I got him a Calvin Klein, like wool thing, but thin, but thick. It looked good and it was stripy. I, it was under 50 bucks and it's a really, he could wear it to a wedding. He finally has an outfit for a wedding. Christ. <laughs> like all his friends are getting married and he's got a hoodie on. I'm like, Ugh. oh no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's, I love him so much. And he just, no, I mean, you can't be going to no wedding with no hoodie. Oh, he does. Mm-mm. But, uh, he has this one. We went to the wedding and he had the only shirt he had before I got him this one. It's an old vandal shirt and it's fine, but it has a hole in the back because of the cigarette burn. And it's so <laughs> funny because like, it's his best shirt. Not anymore. I bought him an outfit. I don't want to make fun of, I don't mean to make fun of Jonathan. The point is we don't, things and stuff just aren't important. But when I go to foreign cinema and I put on my makeup and I'm all dressed up like, and Jonathan, I buy him an outfit. I don't want to go into the motherfucking bathroom and sit in pee. There was pee on the seat. Okay. And I'm like, you, my buddies just dropped like more I'm so glad that I'm blind I'm an old lady in my ocular degeneration I can't see close up anymore they at least three more I couldn't even oh, see shit. the prices uh, because we had two bottles of wine I, I wouldn't have it's I was if I would have seen the prices I'm glad I'm so old that I couldn't see them because I would have been like oh my god that's so Damn. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I totally get like, I, I'm if I am gonna drop money like that, I there better be a like a, a what are they called in the uh, bathroom attendant? 
Yeah, bathroom attendant. Thank yeah. you. Make it like Mexico. Just don't pay him anything and make him work on tips. <laughs> and That's sorry, wrong. is that Trumpian? Is that is that a? I realize I am so. There are so many things that I am like. See that how how race not I guess racist is the word. No, but there's things that I think because of the way I was raised. Here's an example today from yesterday. I'm hanging out with these two new children and they're lovely and they're very curious and they think I'm cool and they know I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> this is the, I'll tell you how my my stand-up you know uh, career is going. An eight-year-old gave me a book on jokes. She was like trying to help me with my con. An eight-year-old gave me a book on jokes to help me. I'm like, sweetheart, you just wrote a joke for me. Thank you. But so I'm talking to them about the world and stuff because they have questions and. We started talking about, we went by this thing and there was a thing of the Virgin Mary and we talked about Catholicism and Hail Mary full of grace busted out there among women. And then I start naming, I'm like, I was like, so these are all parts. She's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, well, Christianity is this. And these are all, you know, you could be Lutheran or Presbyterian or Catholic. And it's like, you're still all Christian. But then, you know, there's like Hindus and Buddhists. And so I go through a bunch of religions and I never said Hindu. I never said Muslims. Like I went through all these religions and then, and then the little girl looks at me and she goes, um, my friend fasts, just fasted. And I was like, oh, right, Muslims. Like, I just didn't even think of it. Uh, Thomas oh, is wow. here all the way. Take a seat. Take care. All the I'm way here from England. He decided to visit Bonnie Old America, or I don't even know what people call it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> On the worst, it's not usually like this. It's usually very pretty. Like, um, there's a microphone somewhere. People have been messing with everything, and it's mixing and try, mixing. try, try uh, mic. Oh, oh, or try that. We couldn't that we couldn't make that one work, could we? Well, either one. Try either one. Or that one right there. Yeah, we'll see if they. But if it's not hooked in, we'll we'll have to put on a song and figure it out. Put on a song. Um, yeah, I things are. Banana. I got here. This morning, and somebody last night didn't put their stuff away. Who's here on Tuesdays? That I I think it's regarding sex, but I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a we have some really strange shows. Uh, one of the shows here we ended. But the reason we painted the window is that it's a sex show, and they wanted to have like live sex stuff happening on stage. And so I was like, we'll just paint the window. And they walked in, and they're like, is this beam weight bearing? And I'm like, oh my god, what are you gonna do? Get close to your microphone and talk, Thomas, and see if we can hear you. Nope. Is no. it? There's an on-off switch on it. That could be it. Wrong. Nope. It's not plugged ah. in. It's because of the kids last night. They're someone. Uh, yeah. We'll try that, that one. Doesn't work either, does it? Yeah. You know what? I can try to mess with the trims here. Uh, list every. Well, this is. I have to. I have to do some. If it wasn't stuff. for you, damn kids. I know. I, seriously, guys. I could have got away I, with it. Well, and none of them listen to this podcast. It's like if I chastise them, what's the point? Uh, okay, I'm gonna put up a little copay, and uh, we'll be we'll be right back here on the Altcast.
back here on the AltaCast. I don't know what's going on, man. It's like, fuck. I'm usually a little more together than this. Thomas. Uh, we have Thomas in from Cambridge. England. Oh, you're from yeah. Cambridge. I nice. am from Cambridge, yeah. Nice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm just wondering, actually, does anybody use this mic in the sex show? No, the, the mics out there are oh, the stage God. mics and the ones in here. They just, for whatever the reason, they brought, a, they brought an extra mic out last night. For whatever reason, they decided to have five mics on stage. For what? And so I have no idea. But I got a visual. The, the point is, it's just like, 
<laughs> I have to. The, the bummer is that I'm. Some of these mics need airing. Don't they? Well, I'm. I'm just. I need to clean, and I'm just so busy that I can't even. Like today, I have this, and then I have another interview, and then I have to get on a bus to go pick up kids at school at 3:30. I'm done at 5:30. I have to get on another bus because I work from six work. to midnight. Yeah. Like today is fucked. The longest day ever. It's hard. And so I don't have time. Like I would love to sit and run all of these cables that are twisty and crazy. Like that makes me crazy. And I want to like undo them. And right now I'm like pulled the board apart. And I'm like, I need to shit and do like, ah, and I can't. And it's just so frustrating because I don't have enough time and I cannot clone myself. And then you're going to Arkansas next week. I know. Arkansas. Okay, Arkansas. so uh, Thomas is here. Why? I'm so sorry you're here when the weather is I actually think the weather's great. Awful. I've, no, I've the, been in a t-shirt all day, walking around. But the, where the breathing and the, you and the smoke. Well, you, you I lived can, in London for a year, so... You can say you've experienced the California fire. Exactly. There you, there you go. Yeah. Is it? It's like this in London? It's smoky and gross? It's, well... Not well. There's no massive wildfires. No, no. Uh, gotcha. It's great. It's, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, the air quality in London is not great. Why did you come here? You, do you like what? Like, <laughs> I, no, I, I just I, I hate America so much. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that out loud to my America. own people. You love it. I love it. I can't we, get enough of it. I wish really? I could move here. Yeah, especially San Francisco. It's really? Like place what do you? you I, I, maybe we're just too negative. But we we wrote in. I put in to the so the search engine um, dumb shit Trump did today, and it's actually a website. <laughs> dumb shit Trump did today dot com. But exists. you have to deal with Theresa May. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, speaking of. Uh, so I was reading today about that. So Theresa May called uh, 45 and to congratulate him about uh, the uh, election last week. Oh. And he started berating her on the phone and talking about Brexit and insulting her. What, what do you think about Brexit? What is Brexit all about? You're, you're, you're on the inside of all that. Um, Bre- Brexit is a... A bit of a shambles at the moment, I think. But it's, uh, I mean, there's, there was good reasons for voting both ways, but you think? Uh, but it's not being handled well. Like, it could definitely be handled better. And Theresa May... It was Nigel Farage that... Yeah, but no, came I in, but think he, if, if you listen to him, then you shouldn't... Well, he's the one that came up anyway. with it, right? And then he escaped over here to be on Fox News. But, but, so... <laughs> Seriously? But Brexit is basically saying we don't want to be in the EU, right? But you've always had the pound, so what's the fucking difference? You didn't adopt the euro anyways. No, we didn't adopt the euro. So what's um, the... What was... What is... What is the... What is the European... What is the EU about except having a common currency so, so people like there's obviously quite a big people are getting the knickers in a twist about things like um like immigration and stuff mm. you, you guys have that over here people yeah you know people just get angry about it it's a good thing to get angry about if you've got nothing else to be angry about but, but if you don't know really what the problem is but. why is it that there's so many yeah there's Syrians racial undertones or? to it though is it is it that they're all syrian is it that we actually as far as syria goes we haven't really taken any Syrian mm. migrants into our or, um, uh, refugees into our country we I think people make a, make a they get confused between a refugee and a, and a migrant for a start so there's a big difference there and but do you I mean what's I don't I see I don't have a problem with migrant workers because it's, I live in California where we couldn't have our economy without migrant workers and yet we like don't treat them like humans it's like the, it's sort of like a, a, a minor form of slavery <laughs> <laughs> it is migrant work we're like paying people by the box and they have to like bend over and shit that's fucked up yeah that sounds bad yeah but it. we I mean we can't have our wine without 
I guess wine grapes, when you harvest those, at least you get to stand Ain't no up. white people going to pick no grapes. That's true. <laughs> That's oh, true. You wouldn't catch me picking grapes. See? Like, what I say? <laughs> but, uh, but... So, wait, tell us why, more why you like it here. Um, I, I don't know. It's just lovely, isn't it? The people seem really nice so far. Some of them are a bit dodgy. <laughs> but most of them are all right. Um... The, it just looks nice here as well. I met like I, I don't know everyone I've bumped into so far has just been like, oh, you're right. Do you want do you want a hand with this or come sit here? And it's been nice. Well, what are people in Cambridge are dicks to each other? Like what's no? They're not dicks. <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're a bit more. I don't know. They're a bit more standoffish, aren't they? They're kind of just like if you went and sat in a in a bar in Cambridge. I mean, you could probably have a chat, but people would more keep to themselves, I think. And then all the all the rich people that go to the colleges there they're not very nice really oh yeah yeah so you have a one percent there too huh (laughs) that's old money it's real wealth (laughs) it's cambridge cambridge Cambridge, that's that's old money they reckon you can get to london from cambridge on land owned by the universities what i know it's crazy isn't it wow i know they're rich well i mean no, Edu- they're not rich. They're wealthy. Education yeah. is they is a scam. Don't talk about it. Education's yeah. a scam. Yeah, and and super, like Ivy League, all that kind of stuff is all a scam because it's just um, promoting. Uh, what's the word? It's a f- uh, starts with an F. It's um, if not fraternization, but it's. You know the word when you help people that are part of your like. Oh um. Oh gosh. And usually it's usually it's when you're related to them and it's called something. Right. Exactly what forty five is doing with his kids. Right. But it's. What, who's uh, the word? We're looking for a word. But I, I get it. When you're Ivy League, it's like it's all the connections. Yeah, it's jobs for the lads, isn't it? That's what it is. Jobs like, for the lads. Jobs for the lads. Yeah. Same with education. Yeah. It's gonna come yeah. to me in like five hours. Yeah. It's <laughs> called like. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I was just yeah. <sighs> it's the opposite of a meritocracy. It's a. Like I love meritocracy, but it's, it's like elitist. It? Well, elitist, no, but that's not the um, word we're looking for. It's when you it's when you help someone <laughs> specifically because you're related to them or because there's something like that. It's Time they're not the, the best source. for the job. It's just when you want to. I think it starts with an F or P because it's either like a oh. PH, like it has, still has that F right. sound. But it's not fraternized. Anyways, learning something on the AltaCast here with yeah. us. It, Every day is a school day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have you, um, so have you, are you doing across the country? Are you doing up and down California or I'm going West Coast? up into Oregon mm. oh, to nice. a place called Bend. And then Bend, going Oregon, to yes. Bend's supposed to be the place to be. So I'm going mm. there. And it looks very nice. Do you like beer? I will drink anything. Yeah, uh, Oregon has great beer and wine if well, you like all that shit. Oh yeah. But craft beers like you can't swing a dead cat around without hitting yeah. a craft beer in the face. Oregon's Pinot Noir country. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon's nice. Oregon's you'll feel really comfortable there because that's where all the white people uh, that move to. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> so I won't have to feel different. There's like a little ginger commune there. I've heard <laughs> that you can find your kind. Well, I'm actually there. bald now, so that doesn't count. Doesn't count. I feel like I spent my whole life being ripped on for being ginger and then like did something about it no, you know, the like, only what? other option I have and now people just call me a slaphead so I'm just <laughs> if it's not one it's the other a slaphead a slaphead I've never heard that you've never heard no and no. on the British Great British Baking Show they're also nice to each other they'd yeah. never call each other a mean name <laughs> I feel like, like slaphead slaphead it's not that bad 
No, I guess not. But why, where does it come from? Like well, I'm gonna slap you, can, you in the head, or like? Yes, yeah, because you're bold. You can be. <laughs> so you make a slap sound when you hit them in the head. <laughs> well, the slap makes the slap sound. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I feel like you guys miss out on all the good. Like, we don't have any good British sayings. We don't have. No, any. my my boyfriend's from Bristol. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, I I always say wanker and lift, and lift. I like yeah instead of elevator. Oh. Or instead of escalator, yeah. Oh, sure, sure. And I ever the first time I ever went to England, I learned always like especially on the lift. I don't. I'm. I'm very. I'm a stickler about this now. Like, stay on the right hand <laughs> oh, side. Oh, you gotta stay on the right. Uh, or well, here we had to stand on the right and give space for people on the left to walk. So it, yeah. it, it annoys me when I'm like walking up and someone's stay. right there on the left. I'm like. This side, yeah. stand on this side. Yeah, but you could also take a nope. breath and stop freaking out. No, nope. I'm trying to get to work. I'm trying to get someplace. Get the fuck gotcha. out of the way. These people need to know what you've got going on is more important than them standing. Well, don't anywhere. stand. I mean, the thing is, yeah, like, if you stay have this to one side, exactly. Don't, don't be foolish. Exactly. Don't be foolish. Mind the gap. Yeah. <laughs> Mind the gap. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm obsessive about the British baking show, and and I'm still not learning any good thing. I, I say pram. Instead of baby buggy, because baby buggy is a dumb thing to say, or stroller, ew. I always just say pram, because that just is a thing. What else have I learned from the Great British Baking Show? Other than, to bake. Other than awesome baking. Yeah, I made Chelsea rolls this week. They were nice. Sounds amazing. Yeah, they were they were savory, though. Savory. Savory toast. They were touching, even. It's Taryn Cher. Paul Hollywood. Is he famous? Is he famous there, too? Or is I, it just here that he's famous? I have the confession to make with regards to the Great British Bake Off, in that like I don't... <gasps> Oh my God! I don't care what someone cooks if I'm not eating it. That's how it goes. Well, I, I bake a lot, so I, I love. <laughs> I, I get. Do, it, I like baking, but I like baking. So I I'll see. play football, but I don't want to watch it. Uh, okay, that makes. I don't. I don't want to watch football either. I watch no. basketball. I, I don't watch it. I don't watch American football. It, I just. I just like high five. Yeah, that yeah. that shit is awful. But <laughs> the Great British Breaking Show is the last thing I'll say about it. It's awesome, and I'm trying to write a joke about it because. It's the least American show there is because it's a reality show that's a competition. But but everyone's a winner. Everyone's nice to each other. There's no like backstabbing, like everyone's hugging and they're sad when they leave and they're supportive of one another. It's the most un-American thing in the world. Also, what the fuck is it with Americans that we said that British food is gross? Like we were taught, like a whole generation of us were taught that British food is gross and it's not real and it's terrible. And I'm like, they've been baking things and cakes and teas and sweets for hundreds of years there's these recipes that were like from the 1600s and it's stuff people still bake today and they figured out all this awesome stuff with heat and bread and and it's like (laughs) what is wrong with us that we poo-pooed an entire people's food and food is culture so we were basically like english culture is shit why did we do that well i think it's maybe because we spent the last 300 years just raping and pillaging wherever we could so that's pretty bad like that that doesn't really lend to our culture i mean it does lend to our culture but not in a particularly nice way to look back on but the we we have good food but we just Mm -hmm. tend to like we're like fish and chips is really like our signature dish, and but it's not all that. But your pies, all that inventive. We got yeah, we got pies. Yeah, pies. And plus, I was I was just having a conversation with my boyfriend about this, about like um, the culture now of food. Like I tell people, the best Indian food I've ever had was in South London. The best Jamaican food I've ever had. 
um, and I've been to Jamaica, was in uh, Brixton. Oh yes, love and it. so and, and the, there's like these world of cultures that is a part that is a part of British cuisine now, and it, it's so funny that you know there's so many good great restaurants there like when i took um my aunt went there for the first time last year and i was she was the tourist and i was the tour guide so i was showing her around there's different places like she wanted to see buckingham palace and all that stuff and blah blah do they actually live in the palace the the, the people they've got a couple of palaces though haven't they yeah sandringham she goes to in the summer for a bit uh, but it's Windsor. like it, it really is Wind. like all that uh fucking Downton Abbey shit. They still they <laughs> big rooms with with cool paintings well, it's, and it's a pretty cool place. I'll tell you that. But I don't think um I don't think she uses all the rooms. It seems like a waste and also a nightmare to clean. Plus plus she's, she's like in her 90s, so I don't think she can really get around to all those rooms I'll, either. The poor woman probably can't remember from one day to the next which room she actually sleeps in. I bet like she leaves a room, goes to the kitchen, comes back and she's like, there's 50 rooms on this corridor. <laughs> now I've closed the door and you just don't know she's 